Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Amelia Segovia and Cody Rasmussen, and uh, they are doing a fabulous job. Started like before the summer started, and they've been at it every week, so we're very glad to have them with us this year. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, Palm Springs Unified's Coordinator of Visual and Performing Arts, Barbara Angland, and she has brought with her one of our favorite guests, Miss Kaisa Thurston Frary, the Vice President of Education for the McCallum Theater. Hi, Barbara. Hello, Joan. How are you? I am well. How are you doing? Great. Fantastic. We're rocking and rolling in the visual and performing arts and media arts in the district. So excellent. 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 And uh the arts are alive and well in Palm Springs Unified and yes. and getting bigger and better. Every time we meet, there's something new going on. So it's very exciting. And tell us about our guest today. Exactly. Um, The McCallum Theater and Kaisa herself, they're a longtime community partner that we value. Um, We usually have Kaisa on in the spring because of open call, but I wanted to mix things up and have her on early, not only about our fifth grade aesthetic program, which I'm very excited about, um, but to talk about the McCollum's lineup and their field trip series, and because last spring the vaccination uh, mandate was lifted at the McCallum, so that makes me doubly excited for the fifth grade aesthetic program, which is Shakespeare in Jazz, because our fifth grade students now can attend the live performance, which is very important. Uh, for them to actually get into the theater and see a live performance. And they get to do that after the three lessons um, in their classroom with a McCallum teaching artist, which by the way, McCallum needs teaching artists. Um, I'm excited about Shakespeare in jazz because I enjoy Shakespeare and jazz. And I think some people shy away from both of these, Shakespeare and jazz, because it seems scary. They don't know enough about it. So this is a way to get in like, with our 10-year-olds and get them jazzed, haha, see how I did that, about Shakespeare and jazz. And um, so they can learn about both in a fun and interactive way and find out that it's not scary and it's not hard. And and so we can have future just people that enjoy Shakespeare and jazz. And um, I'm very excited for them to experience this. Okay, so well, I'm gonna get to Kaisa in a minute. Okay. Um, but you know, the age thing, Barbara, I'll forget (laughs) if I don't say something that just pops into my head, you can count me as among those people who are a little intimidated by both of those. Um, but more so Shakespeare. And I actually got a little bit more of an appreciation of opera through, the program that we do with the Palm Springs Opera Guild yes, and going, opera in our schools and going to a few of those and, you know, experiencing opera through, you know, learning about opera and 
you know, what it means. And they had a lot of fun with it. So I am going on record to say to you, I want to come I was just to, <laughs> to one of these classes so that I, with the hopes of developing a better appreciation for Shakespeare, because I really would, I would like to mm -hmm. enjoy Shakespeare much more than I admit I do. You and I can go to the performance, one of the performances together. I would love that. So okay. it's a date. It's a date. Hi, Kaisa. How are you? I'm fine. And you know, um, the reason why Daniel Kelly, who's a jazz pianist, why he decided to actually compose these uh, original jazz tunes based on uh, William Shakespeare's work was because he was feeling exactly the same way. He was like, wow, there's all this hype about Shakespeare and mm -hmm. I don't really get it, right? I'm yes. trying to read it and appreciate it, but I don't fully get it and I wanna know more. So as an artist and as a composer, you know, he took that question you know, as, a, as an incentive for himself and as a starting point for himself to create this performance called Shakespeare in Jazz. And it is so much fun. It's it's a perfect uh, performance for fifth grade. Um, we did tour this show last year in a number of schools as part of our aesthetic education program. It was not part of the fifth grade project at that point in time, but you had one school uh, that explored this performance and had it on their campus actually in two performances. And that was Sunny Sands Elementary School. Um, and that's when I realized that, oh, this would make such a beautiful, beautiful uh, work of art for fifth graders. And here's the 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 big, um, I guess, um, a big testimony to how true that was, because last year, the fifth grade team at Sunny Sands explored this, right? Mm -hmm. and saw it on their campus and then this year they had they because they are also part of a full version uh program um partnership with us they had more options so shakespeare and jazz was only one of their options this year and guess what that fifth grade team they picked it again wow that's yes and I said, okay, here it is. This is the, 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 this is the indication that we made a really good choice. Absolutely. Because I had reached out to Barbara and said, you know what? I really want to book this group again. They're amazing. And I think this would be a great fifth grade project uh, work of art. And it is, it's fun. You know, jazz is like so much fun. It's playful. You get to explore the art of improvisation. Kids generally have a really, really great time with jazz. And then you throw in a little bit of Shakespeare and all of a sudden, you know, people are like, oh, all right. Well, I think yeah. I did this. <laughs> yeah. So one of your teachers, Kelly Hughes, um, who is teaching third grade these days, she gave us a beautiful testimonial based on last year's experience. And she said that, you know, students and adults absolutely loved the performance. And this was a perfect way to introduce jazz and Shakespeare to students who had no background knowledge of either. So there you go. We That's fabulous. Well, I'm, I'm even more excited now. And um, Barbara, don't forget me. In February, Joan. All right. February 6th or I, I'm, 7th. I'm in. 
I'm, very, I'm running everything. I'm writing myself a note. Thank you. It's very interactive, Joan. So you'll, if you're the, at the performance, you will be in the performance, right? Because Nicole Zuretis, who is the jazz vocalist, uh, she does an amazing job just inviting the audience into uh, scat singing with her and 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 sort of being part of it. So so it's a fun, you know, it's a fun experience where as an audience member, you feel like the the jazz quartets are really taking you into consideration and making you part of the experience. Okay, so the fifth graders get um they get three lessons prior to the performance. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and Barbara, is this all of our schools or just some? No, every single school, every single fifth grade class. Wow. Yes, so they have multiple, McCallum has multiple teaching artists and they go out and they do their lessons. But so every fifth grade student in our school, will, especially now that Sunny Sands is choosing it too. Will, so we um, have, so we fill the theater for this performance or is there more than one or? Two performances. Two performances. Yeah. Well, we actually have four performances. So we're probably going to oh. spread out your fifth grade uh, classrooms on all four performances. Uh, oh, there's two times. I was thinking two days, times. Two, days. two times, yes. But, you know, that's uh, part of the logistics piece then um, um, is that, yes, these lovely things happen. But then, you know, that's 16 schools. That's a lot of some 65 classrooms. And and that's Barbara's piece in all of this is to making sure that the logistics works uh, work on the end of the of the district. And it's my and my team's work to to and responsibility to make certain that the logistics piece work here. So um, uh, it's a the partnership, you know, and reciprocity is really at the heart of this. Um, because we couldn't be do offering this up and making this happen for students if we weren't working together very diligently to to get all of those pieces in place. So, yes, I think, um, you know, and I'm going to let Barbara look at the performance times, the two days and say, OK, this is what works out for our schools and from a busing point of view. And and, you know, that's how we'll we'll kind of work it. We'll have some additional schools, but. Um, that will also attend, but the majority of, of schools will be from PSUSD. And that was the very reason we brought this group back was for our partnership with PSUSD. Um, also last year when they were here, they did a beautiful, beautiful masterclass with the music students over at Cathedral City High School. Ah. Daniel Kelly is an incredible facilitator. So uh, the band students uh, over at Cat City High School just had this amazing, um, amazing masterclass and experience with the quartet. And, and he then, you know, led them in this powerful um, improvisational uh, activity where they started with nothing and and came up through the process of improvisation with this incredible piece of music that had their uh, band teachers really, you know, amazed. And so we tried to do that also, you know, and I've already talked to Barbara about, let's see if we have an opportunity to once again, put them in a high school uh, when they're here mm -hmm. uh, in Palm Springs so that they can, so that we can also benefit, you know, high school students, um, um, with that kind of an opportunity where they get to engage and interact with professional artists. 
hoping to get up to Desert Hot Springs High. Yeah. Awesome. Well, how exciting this is. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I've heard about the other programs. This one really has my, um, my interest and I'm really looking forward to it. So how great. Um, so. Oh, Joan, can I just say one more thing? Yeah, of course. So part of the, um, fifth grade aesthetic program with our partner, the McCallum is before the teaching artists even go into the classrooms, all the fifth grade teachers in our district provided by the McCallum Theater have one day of professional development to get them ready for the teaching artists to come in. So we'll be doing that in late fall, early winter to get them prepared for, because then the teaching artists have to come in before the performance. So all of our teachers will have a day of professional development. Mm -hmm. Yes, because the beautiful thing then with this particular program is that um, our teaching artists will come into the classroom, right, and partner with the classroom teacher, but also the classroom teacher has this beautiful opportunity to connect the exploration of this work of art then, Shakespeare and jazz, to everything that's going on in the classroom and in the core curriculum. And uh, you have so many amazing teachers in your district uh, that do an exceptional job with that, right? And many of them have been partnering with us for years now. We launched our fifth grade project in 2008. So there are a number of fifth grade project teachers that have been our partners, you know, sequentially for many years mm -hmm. and who take full advantage of this additional resource and very powerfully then connects it to the core curriculum. So some students, you know, will have like a month leading up to this and beyond where those connections are being made to everything else that's going on. So that's really, I think, the strength of this model. So that professional development that Barbara was just mentioning is a very important part of, of this. And of course, since these are partnerships that have lasted over you know, years, we try to make each PD sort of build on the previous experience. Mm -hmm. So we really try to challenge our, our partnering teachers and ourselves to take this approach to teaching and learning in the arts uh, to the next level. And certainly in the last few years, <laughs> we've all been severely challenged by uh, a lot of things. So, so, you know, we had a lot of fun last year. Last year, we did our PD with PSUSD at the very uh, beginning of the year. Um, and this, this year, we're waiting a little bit, uh, which I think is a, it, it's a good thing for this year. Um, but it's always a lot of fun. And I, I think that we make so many discoveries in those PDs also, because that's really also time for us to get together as partners and think deeply about what it is that we're trying to accomplish together and how we can maximize this partnership for the benefit of the students that we serve. Absolutely. Definitely. All right. Well, Kaisa, tell us, let's switch gears a little bit. Tell us about the field trip series, which is starting in just about a week or so. Yes. Our very first performance on October 2nd uh, is Zephyr, a whirlwind of circus. And we're filled to capacity. And it's a beautiful uh, circus uh, performance uh, that is focused around uh, wind energy. Um, so uh, it's it's traditional circus numbers, but there's an, a narrative, a little bit of a story uh, that is 
that that focuses on the evolution of harnessing the wind. So felt really uh, connected to our valley for me, um, and we're excited about it. And then at the end of um, October, we have four performances with uh, this incredible band, um, actually a husband and wife duo, uh, Uno, Dos, Tres, Andres, and it's a bilingual performance. And um, I believe we still have some seats available for that. So we want to we want to encourage uh, those of you who are listening to this and might have not jumped on the opportunity to register for our field trip series when it opened back in August on the 23rd uh, to at least inquire um, about some of our upcoming performances because we might very well have seats. So that's a beautiful, beautiful um, performance specifically um, composed, put together for the younger um, like pre-K through sixth grade. And uh, it's upbeat, wonderful uh, music that um, is kind of, it's like a Latin American folk music um, combined with pop. And the theme of the performance is about getting active up and moving and taking care of ourselves. Um, and then we're doing for the first time ever we're doing a, a student performance as part of our Palm Desert Choreography Festival. So the Monday after festival, we are offering up some of our finalists from uh, the Choreography Festival, plus our East Valley Dance Project dancers um, on a morning performance. That's November 13th. Um, and January brings Imago Theater from Portland, Oregon with their fantastic performance, Zuzu, uh, which is um, so imaginative. It's a, Imago Theater really, they have a special brand of vaudeville, uh, comedy, acrobatics, and illusions, and these ginormous puppets that are, um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And that's a great performance for all ages, like pre-K through 12th grade. Um, we are offering up a couple of, um, well, actually a one performance on the field trip series in February, and that's Jazz at Lincoln Center. Um, and their performance that is designed for students called Let Freedom Swing, which um, another jazz offering, but all very compelling, right? Because it's really based on how the ideas around both jazz and democracy mm. um, and how they're similar. Um, and it's a fantastic lineup of uh, jazz musicians. Let me uh, let me interrupt you for a second. Field trip series. So this is for teachers to bring their classes to yes. these performances. Yes. And did and is there a cost involved in that no no cost so, so the school would need to provide the transportation yeah, yeah yeah school would pay for their own right gotcha so wow what a great and do the teachers have to sign up for all of them or it's their mm -hmm. individual no you can pick and choose so the ones that I mentioned, plus a few more, and you can go to our website at mccallumtheater.org. You click on the education tab, you scroll down to field trip series, and it's all there. And with the instructions of how you uh, register, 
Um, and so, you know, we do, even if you didn't do it back in August, we really encourage people to inquire because we have a number of performances throughout the year, something for young students, something for high schoolers. The jazz performance that I just mentioned is great for middle and high school students. Um, and so, yes, go to our website, mccallumtheater.org, education and then field trip series and all the information is there. How fabulous. And you guys do this every year? Because I, I don't, this is the first I kind of heard of it. We do it every year. And during the pandemic, we did an online series. Um, and we actually served more students with our online series uh, than we did uh, uh, during, you know, pre-pandemic. Last year was the first year we brought this back in person. But we knew because we had that vaccination policy, we knew that most elementary schools would not be able to attend. So we offered a live streaming option. And we are keeping that option in place this year because we heard from so many of your teachers that even if we can come, we can probably only come to one performance. And if you keep that live streaming option in place, then we could attend potentially every one of your uh, field trip series performances. So that's fabulous because, you know, as much as we would love to like promote this far and wide and like have so many of our teachers bring their students, the truth of the matter is, is that we still have a busing uh bus driver issue and the it, it's not so much the cost i don't think it's the fact that we don't have enough buses and drivers so to have that option you know as a as a follow-up like especially maybe you know we'll have you, you can go to one performance but you want to see them all you can live stream them that's awesome Yes, so, and especially for a teacher, you know, to you come once, right? right? So students now are aware of the theater space. They've mm -hmm. been there. And then those live streaming uh, options, you know, become even more valuable. Because Absolutely. Because I've been there. I know what it's like. Yeah, that does. That certainly makes a difference for sure. Yeah. It yeah. feels it feels more um inviting and warm when you've already you're familiar with the place it's mm -hmm. kind of like when we see palm springs in a in a in a uh movie right or mm -hmm. in a tv show like oh that's our that's our place like it means more yeah so that's that's fabulous um open call so we're, we ha are having you on earlier this year which i think is great open call is usually during our spring break and so it must be the beginning of april i'm guessing or the end of March. It is. And so here's the deal. I love that you're having me on earlier, right? Because we are going to start, uh, we're going to open up our registration process right around the corner, actually on the same day as we have our very first field trip series performance here on October 2nd. Excellent. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. Okay. So how do they do that? Who's it open to? Yes. Yeah, so uh, again, our website is a great place to go. You again, go to mccallumtheater.org. You click on education, you go down to open call and you can see all the details there. Um, the deadline to submit is January 5th. We would love to have your school groups consider. So your high school choirs, your high school band directors, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the entire group because we know logistically that can be very hard. But if there's enough advance notice, we'd like to encourage teachers to think about maybe putting together smaller ensembles 
You might have students that are more driven, that are really looking to make music their career. And we then think that Open Call is a beautiful vehicle for those students. Uh, I mean, it's a beautiful vehicle for any student, but especially for those students who are looking to, to make a career out of the arts because Yes, it's a talent competition, but it's also a learning project. You get to work with a professional artistic and production staff here at the McCallum Theater, and you learn a lot about live production. So I was going to say, it's just not um, for open call, just not singing or um, instrumental. They could be dance groups and soloists and... As it well. can be dance, it can be twirling. We've had some amazing PSUSD twirlers in, in open call over the years. Uh, you know, so we, we encourage people to be creative. Um, and again, we start to accept uh, entries on October 2nd, deadline January 5th. And then uh, the details about live auditions and rehearsals is all on the website. And the actual performances are the weekend of the 20th and the 21st of April. Um, so, you know, uh, you have to be at least eight years of age. So this is great for elementary school teachers and parents to understand that if you have a, a child who who is, you know, playing an instrument, dancing or singing, just the, you know, process of uh, preparing a submission yes. and auditioning is an amazing learning experience. Well, that translates to the working world down the world. You know, that's preparing for an interview and yeah, you know, for a meeting with your, so it's all life skills. It all, yes, absolutely. You have to reside within a 45 mile radius of the theater. Um, and you have to be, you know, not a, a not a professional, right? You have to be a, a an aspiring um, artist and not make generate 50% or more of your income from performing. So there is no cost to enter. So you have nothing to lose, right? This is uh, an amazing opportunity. And we do very carefully review all of our submissions. Um, so I love that we're talking about this now, because for some people, if they don't start thinking about it until later, you know, just because it is logistically another one of those more complex uh, processes, maybe, it, it can be too late. But if you start thinking about it now, talk to students about it now, understand who can be available, who's interested. I mean, it, it becomes, you know, an extracurricular commitment, but there is so much to uh, gain from this. So Are you gonna go back to uh, what you used to do prior to COVID where you had the educators who, uh, participated in the aesthetic education program where you had them come to open call and recognize them and there was a really nice reception before and then we all got to see open call in the yeah, I think doesn't that sound like a good idea yes I missed that I missed that I'm not even one of them but I you know I get the fringe benefit of getting to go to these things and it's a it's a great evening. It's really nice to, you know, acknowledge the partnership between the McCallum and the district and for our for our teachers to to get that recognition. I know they love it and and yeah. it's a great opportunity for us to see open call. Not that we can't afford to spend the 15 yeah, or 20 no, bucks it no, is for the No, ticket. we would love to go there. And I think obviously since this is our first year where we don't have a vaccination policy, this would be the the natural time to bring that component back. So 
I vote yes. <laughs> and and even though now you said it was a little later in April, the performances, so it won't be during our spring break. Maybe. No, which is good. But because yeah. we even even though it was during spring break, we still got a really good turnout. Um, so not everybody was on vacation, but if it's a little later in April, all the better. It's a little later. It's the 20th and the 20th. Perfect. Yeah. That's great. And well, I can't believe that the time has gone by this quickly. So Barbara, you have like, you know, a half a minute to tell us if there's anything we need to know coming up in October. Well, I think in October, you're going to have our um, high school performing arts um, directors yes. and teachers on because it's starting in on um, the season for performances in our high schools. So you'll hear all about Fright Nights and holiday performances right. um, in your next um, episode. And then we have, we'll have David Green on soon, but we do have Hello Dolly coming up for um, Musical Theater University, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. Thank you for that. Kaisa, we love you. We love yes. having you on as our guest. And Barbara, let's do this earlier again next year. It. it makes more sense. We can cover more and we're not talking past tense. We're giving everybody the opportunity to get involved. So Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Kaisa. Thank you, Barbara. We'll see you next month. And thank you all for joining us. We learn something new every day. A new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Emiliano and Cody. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.